0: Live from NPR News, I'm Janine Herbst. At a meeting in London, seven of the world's largest economies reached a landmark agreement on a minimum tax for corporations. As NPR's David Gurra reports, they would pay more in taxes.
1: For years, companies have moved their headquarters to other countries to take advantage of lower tax rates. Well, this has led to countries competing with one another in what's described as a race to the bottom. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says this agreement from the G7 would set a minimum tax rate of at least 15 percent, no matter where companies are based.
2: That's an historic um, achievement. I think we will end up with a tax system that will be much fairer.
1: Tech giants with huge global footprints would pay additional taxes. The next step is to get more countries on board as the Biden administration tries to raise the corporate tax rate here in the United States. David Gura, NPR News, New York.
0: South Africa is reporting a third wave of new coronavirus infections. NPR's Jason Bobian reports the South African Medical Association is now calling for tighter lockdown restrictions.
3: COVID cases in South Africa have quadrupled since the beginning of May. The government has put in place a new curfew, forcing restaurants, bars, gyms, and other non-essential businesses to close early. It also reimposed limits on conventions and religious services to 100 people indoors and 250 people outside. The South African Medical Association, however, is calling for even stronger restrictions as the number of daily cases continues to climb. President Cyril Ramaphosa says the country appears to be on the same trajectory as two earlier waves of infections, which brought life to a standstill across much of the nation. South Africa has recorded the most cases on the continent and still has less than 1% of its population fully vaccinated. Jason and NPR News, Freetown.
0: Former President Donald Trump will make one of his first major public appearances since losing the 2020 election with an address tonight at the North Carolina Republican Convention. Blue Ridge Public Radio's Corey Valancourt is there.
4: Former President Donald Trump won the battleground state of North Carolina by less than four points in 2016 and by less than two points in 2020. When he addresses a few thousand Republicans at a party convention tonight, he's expected to talk about keeping the state red for the upcoming 2022 midterms, an important election for Republicans, as recent census data gives North Carolina another member of Congress and another electoral college vote in 2024. Trump may also touch on his own political future or that of his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, who's rumored to be interested in the U.S. Senate seat occupied by retiring Republican Richard Burr. For NPR News, I'm Corey Valancourt in Greenville.
0: Much of the country is in the grips of a heat wave this weekend, as record-breaking temperatures could reach the triple digits from the West to the upper Midwest. It's a sharp turnaround from last week's cold and wet Memorial Day weekend. This is NPR. In Chicago, a black teenager whose death more than 100 years ago along a segregated city beach sparked a week-long riot in 1919 that left dozens dead. He's finally getting a grave marker. The Chicago Tribune reports that a stone marker is set to be placed on the grave of 17-year-old Eugene Williams next month. A group of people raised $5,000 to buy that marker. Williams drowned in July of 1919 after he was struck by a rock thrown by a white man as he entered an area of Lake Michigan that was unofficially a whites-only area. One of the best-known museums in Paris has announced a new branch will open in Jersey City. And Neto Ulibi reports the planned Garden State outpost of the Pompidou Center is scheduled to open in 2024.
2: You know Manhattan's gotten too expensive when Jersey starts saving more practical to one of the fanciest museums of modern art on the planet. Those are tourists on French television describing the Pompidou Center in one word. Famous for its inside-out architecture with colorful tubes, the museum already has offshoots in Belgium, China, and Spain. For a while, it seems Chicago might be the home of the Pompidou Americane, But Jersey City, long a destination for priced-out artists, has agreed to pay the Pompidou up to $6 million annually for its presence. That's on top of renovating a century-old building just west of downtown, not far from La Hackensack River. Neto Ulibi, NPR News.
0: And I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News.